With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Offside Hockey Talk, where the Maple Leafs and hockey come to talk. What is going on, everybody? It is another episode of the Mid-Leaf Meltdown, brought to you by Boxing Rock Brewing Co. Puck Off Lagerdale. As always, we got Pete the Heat with us. We have a little, actually two special guests, because James is MIA right now. Neither of us are little. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) Uh, so we got producer Clark in my bottom right. And as always, we have T.O. Sports fan. What is going on? What's going on? Great to be here, Dylan. Awesome. So first, I think the biggest news of the week, Jake Muzzin is headed to LTIR, freeing up 5.625 mil in cap. I'll get... Pete's uh, opinion first. What do you think the Leafs are going to do with the cap space that is available? Or do you think Muzzin's going to come back at some point this year? I don't think Muzzin's coming back at all. Like, I'm just, I don't know how we replace him. Do we make a trade? I saw Clark make a great video the other day. I think it was yesterday. I want to hear your thoughts on that with the cap space here because we know. Murray's coming back, Lilligren, Ben. I don't know how those numbers are gonna work. Clark, I'm gonna send it to you. I'd love to hear your <laughs> he's the he's the cap wizard over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know I love talking about it. Um uh, you want me to take over right now, Pete? You good? Over it. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, so yeah, I saw uh, actually it's funny, I saw a, a tweet a tweet from one of those, you know, Leafs updates account or whatever. They're like Oh, well, Muzzin's money's coming off, but it doesn't make a difference because Murray's coming back and Lilligren's coming back, so it'll just eat up his money. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not how it works, guy, because it's like those, they were also on LTIR, so like their money also came off the book, so their money's already gone. When it comes back, it just replaces their own money. It doesn't take up Muzzin's. He actually deleted his tweet after I replied to him, so I thought that was, <laughs> thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, but the biggest thing, and like Pete said, I, like, I, I think uh, – the the team it can't really go out and just like I said this in my video kind of I didn't really dive in I should have maybe or maybe I'll make another one but they can't really just like go get Chickering today because what if what if Muzzin does come back and if they if he can come back and they don't let him then that's where you get NHLPA grievances and stuff and that's not good either um, team can get fined for stuff like that so I think they'll have to be honest with themselves I think he has to be honest with the team and honest with himself. And they'll know at some points coming up in the near future. They probably won't tell us, but they'll know. And we'll know when they make the move. Uh, but if if he's going to be out for the whole year, that's not probably going to be public. Like, I don't think they're going to tell us. No. But if they go out and they acquire 3 to $5 million worth of contracts, we'll know that Jake yeah, Muzzin's out enough. for the year. And I was actually talking to, uh, I think it was Curtis, actually, um, for uh let's talk what's his what's his uh what's let's his talk hockey. Let's talk hockey. yeah let's talk hockey i think on one of the comments he said is del kucherov and i was like that could work too like why wouldn't like if you're and i'm sure james would be all over this right now but <laughs> if if you're jake muzzin and like the leafs as well and you've seen his his history in terms of injuries and everything uh, at some point, what, why, why are you saying like, come right back? Like, why, why would we rush you back, Jake? Let's just give you the rest of the year off. Take some, take a couple months and just like be with your family and hang out and then start working out and getting back into it and treat it like a training camp. And then by playoff time, we go out and we get Jake, a Jake Chick or a Jacob Chicken or whoever it happens to be. Jacob Chicken's the easy name, but I don't think it's going to be him. Somebody else. 
Uh, and then by playoff time, you add Jake Muzzin to your lineup as your sixth defenseman. And then like, and, and he's somewhat healthy or he's in a better state of mind or whatever it is. Um, that to me just makes me like giddy inside. Like, it, like yeah. that's like adding Kucherov for the lightning that year was a huge reason why they won. He was fully fresh and they were able to use all of his money. So maybe this is the chance the Leafs can get and talk to Jake Muzzin and be like, listen, man, you have a neck injury. This isn't your first neck injury. You've had concussion problems. You've had hip injuries. You've had knee problems, back problems. You have a chronic back problem, as he said, in, in training camp. Like, let's give you a six months off here. And when playoff time comes around, you're going to be a huge addition to the team. Just chill. That's what I'd love to see. I can't say that's going to happen. And the Leafs will never publicly say that that's going to be the way that they're going to do it. But as soon as they add any contracts, we know that that's what they're doing. And I, I'm kind of curious for the next like two weeks to happen to see if they actually do because they'll know sooner than later. So we'll find out soon too. I hope. Absolutely. Divi, what are your thoughts? I just want to know if Muzzin's okay. Cause to be honest, man, Fair. from the very beginning, like when all this was going down, even like the first like game or two, you could tell Muzzin was like, he just didn't look right to me. And I don't know what it was. I thought it was rust. And then, the injury comes out. They put him on the IR. I'm like, okay. Then he went on LTR, and I'm like, all right. There's something wrong with them. The comments, what was it? Mitch made? Mitch made yeah. those comments. Yeah. From right there and then, I thought, okay, LTIR. They put him on the IR. I was like, okay, so it's not that bad, right? Well, no, LTIR, like, how much longer later? I just want him to be okay. Love Jake Muzzin. Yeah. Clarky, I love what you said. If we could just give him the time off he needs, get healthy, take a break. And if he's good for the playoffs, I'd be more than happy to see him back. And you know, we know how valuable he can be. You know, he's that yeah. physical presence that's that we've had for like how many years now? He's been with us like quite he's a bit. Been, he's been he's, he's been, been that guy minute, for yeah. us. Exactly. So he's he can be that guy for us, right? So if he can be healthy, if he can come back, I'm all for what Clarky said. I'd yeah. love to have him back for playoff time. Absolutely. Uh, I just wanted to quickly pop up a little comment here. Uh, shout out to Andy. He just got back from the Man United game. He's trying to stay awake. Wow. 3.30. Yeah. Watching the podcast is great timing, so keep up the great work. Shout out to Andy. Shout out to Andy. Shout out to Andy. That's amazing. Yeah, you, wow. you Ontario babies, you're all like, oh, no, game starts at 10.30. And then that guy's like, yeah, no, screw <laughs> you guys. It starts at 3.30. <laughs> wow. I need my sleep, okay? Like That's, that's most important. <laughs> Uh, this podcast kind of jumps right in the right in the nick of time before the show or before the game. Um, we have had one game so far on the Western road trip, the Vegas game. I kind of want to break it down. Um, first thoughts of the game. I think positive JT and Willie look like peanut butter and jelly. I don't, I don't know about anybody else, but I'm loving the chemistry that they're, that they're, you know, meshing with. People thought about breaking them up earlier before the whole season started, but it looks like these guys are proven that they, they should stick together. Uh, you know, not too sure about their line mate at, at this point, but uh, yeah. Anybody uh, want to comment on that? Uh, remember great. all the, oh, sorry. No, you go, you go, buddy. No, I was saying, what was it? All the comments where they were saying put Nylander on the third line and all that. <laughs> keep, keep them, keep JT and Willie together. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. Do not separate them at all. It's working amazing right now. That's the one great thing, and probably two, three other things you got going for us right now. Let's keep that. It's working amazing. Do not break it up. Was it the Vegas game that he took the puck to the um to the knee and he came back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What does he have like yeah. a contusion there or something? I, I read. Yeah, he man, JT is a warrior. He's playing through injury right now. He he just wants he wants to succeed with this team, and it's so exciting to see. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's leading scorer John Tavares. Point per game Willie Nylander. Point per game Nick Robertson. Looks sounds like a chemistry for a recipe for successful chemistry, if you ask me. That's that is very very true. Now. I, I I think that was really the only positive to come out of that game. Now, uh, no, 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 hold no. on. Ilya Samson, oh, man. Sammy, yes, so Clarky knows. Clarky, although, I was, I was, although it, I was gonna say, although Sammy played phenomenal, it was his first loss. He, he has kept us in that. a lot of games. 
props yeah. to him. He looks like, you know, our guy, obviously, right now until Murray comes back. I don't know if they're going to, you know, ease Murray in or, you know, jump him right in. But Sammy's proven Washington shouldn't have gave up on him. Well, that's a big part of it. I I, I was watching that game. I was live streaming it. And I kept saying through, like, into the third period, going into the third period, I was like, I don't have they like I feel like they haven't been playing that bad. And then a few of the commenters are like, dude, they've played so bad. And I was like, Yeah, I guess it's just Samson Samsonov looks so freaking good uh that he's kept us in the game. Like it was one one going into the third. I they could have won that game and it was all because of Samsonov. And looking back uh in the first couple of periods, like there were so many freaking one timers across the crease or like two on one rushes or three on twos or three on ones and Samsonov was so smooth back there. It was wild. And so, like, looking back, I the way I felt going into the third uh, and then hearing, looking at back at all of, like, the negativity around that game, I was like, I was blinded by how good Samsonov was playing <laughs> about how bad the Leafs actually were in those first two periods because I thought they were actually decent. Like, I went into the third period. I'm like, we have a chance to win this. Like, they, they, are, they aren't even playing that bad. Um, but, you know, it was, it was all Ilya that night for sure. Like, it was all him. Yeah, absolutely. The guy is an absolute stud. I mean, <laughs> I love the comment we just had. Like, soup who? Poor Jack, man. He's getting absolutely <laughs> Edmonton right now. And, like, I want to be mad about it, but, like, once you're not a Leaf, I don't really care anymore. I, I would have loved to see Jack stay, but, man, Ilian Sa- Samsonov. It's Samsonov, guys. I, I keep wanting to say Samsonov. No, it's Samsonov. But we have a little nickname for him here on the show. We call him Sonar. Sonar. Like, he tracks the puck on frozen water so sonar yeah. the the nickname on the show <laughs> um, Shout out to daughter yeah cc's gonna be on the podcast now too hi cc <laughs> she'll hide behind me but she's she's in the room just so you guys That's know. Okay. uh what are we what are we paying sammy under two mil or no 1.8 1. 1. Oh, and he's restricted so he is mm-hmm. i love that it. um clark mentioned it Lousy defense, I think, was the root of our evil in this game. Um, I watched the highlights, unfortunately. I did not watch the game, unlike Clark did. But, you know, I I noticed a lot of those, you know, two-on-ones, three-on-ones, kind of just, like, a lack of picking up the other guy, too, a little bit. There was a – I think it was the second goal. The play was at the top of the blue line, and we just – we just failed to get it out. And it was like, okay, like, come on, get on the puck. And then somebody was just open, wide open in front of the net. And I was just like, this needs to stop happening. Like I know, and I know it's earlier in the year, but what do you guys think needs to happen with this defense? Do the, like the, the parents need to shake up. Does somebody need to like whip them with, you know, a, a, a ruler to get them straight or what's going on here? I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on Justin Hall. Like it just like he's the whipping boy right now. You know, you know what it is with Hall. It's like he has these really bad games, but then he kind of redeems himself, and then he has like another horrible game. And it's like, you know what, buddy? How can we get you at least? Yeah, you know what? It's like, buddy, what can we do to get you playing? Like, because no one's gonna have a good game, like like every game, you know. And that's fine. The defense has been horrible, but like. I don't know why he'll have like a redeemable game and then just a horrible one. They'll like, send a hot dish pizza right through the middle. And <laughs> it's it, it's frustrating, exactly. but like, but, did, oh, but it's okay. The game before back. he scores, you know, like he like he'll score a goal. Like like didn't that happen earlier? Like he scored a goal and then what was it? The game after Yo, he fun, gave up. The, listen to oh, this fact here, Dave. I yeah, think let's hear it. Forty percent of Justin Hall's goals have been game winners. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you found feed that. that man more. Feed him. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Um, Matthews, I, you, Justin Hall, baby. Yeah, get out of here with Matthews. Uh, I think the the big thing I wanted to just go back a little bit with you, uh, where you said that the the second goal was kind of just like a guy was he didn't cover his guy. That was bunting, and I'm pretty sure that's the reason he's on the third line tonight. Uh, is because uh, Sheldon Keefe, you saw him right on the on the bench right after that goal or shortly after where he was like yelling at them like, I can't say it because I have my daughter here, but like, yeah. skate boys, what yeah. are we doing? Skate. Saw, saw that, um, yeah. yeah, so like that was I think a big reason why they wanted to shake up those lines a little bit. 
Um, and I don't think that the like we can talk about the lines later. We don't need to get in the lines now, but um, like Diff kind of nailed it on the head. And I think the Justin Hall thing now that he's kind of the Jake Gardner of this team, where everyone loves to blame him for everything. Now, now it's got to a point where every time he makes any mistake, it's like, see, Bam. he's awful. And if there's no in between, there's no anytime he does something good, nobody says like, see, he's not that bad. I try to be that guy sometimes, but I I, I can't. I, I, I know the, the people. There's too many people coming the other way. Um, so I I think with Sandine, he's actually been decent the last couple of games. But I think with where Div said, what do we need to do for this guy to get him to be more consistent? And I think back to the first year where we all loved the Muzzin Hall pair, and uh, wow, the Muzzin Hall pair—that's our shutdown pair that we've been missing for years. I think it's amazing how good Jake Muzzin is. Uh, a yeah, healthy. But- effective yeah. Jake Muzzin and how good he made Justin Hall look for an entire season. And we've all been, now we've been brainwashed to think that Justin Hall was that guy when he would never was all along. Jake Muzzin was just that good. Uh, yeah. And, and now we don't have Muzzin Jake Muzzin. Too. Right. And, and now we don't have him. So yeah. I think that's been a big reason uh, that Justin Hall has taken that regression that everyone keeps saying that he's, he's terrible now and every mistake he makes is, is brutal. Um, but I, I don't think he's, that bad he's a two million dollar defenseman at the end of the day yeah. uh and i think him and sandine have actually looked decent like they were really good together against the stars they were out there a lot against the stars um that game was they played pretty solid that game and then the vegas game i i said this in my one video too like maybe he didn't look good but i don't think anybody looked good like defensively that game so i don't think it was all no that pair either um but i i kind of wouldn't mind seeing them until lily green gets back and until whoever gets back I wouldn't mind seeing them keep Sandine and Hall together and just kind of see if they can maybe, you know, gain a little bit more chemistry as a pair. And then maybe down the road that becomes your third pair as Lilligren gets healthier or if they pick somebody up or somebody to play with Giordano or to play with uh, Riley and maybe uh, Pete's boy Brody goes back down with Gio. And then all of a sudden you got the Calgary pair and somebody better playing with Morgan and then Sandine and Hall's your third or Sandine and Lilligren's your third. I don't know, but that's, that's for future us to talk about. But right now, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Sandy and Hall stay together for a little while. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, one thing I did notice, and, and obviously, I'm just going to talk about Thompson in net for Vegas. He has looked unbelievable. And I know I heard on Spitting Chicklets, but his was like, oh, yeah, he's going to finish like top five in Vesna trophy voting. But he does look solid, and it looks like, you know, maybe Leonard is not so missed in Vegas. Vegas is off to an okay start this year. Um, does anybody have their th- – what, what are your guys' thoughts on Thompson so far? Do you think he's, you know, he's going to be that proven 1A, 1B guy when Leonard comes back, or do you think he, he kind of has taken the reins here? Go ahead, Divi. You know what? I To be honest, who knows? We'll never know until Leonard comes back. That's fair. Tom yeah. Thompson looks amazing. Yeah. He's awesome. If like I thought this goaltending was I thought goaltending was gonna be a huge problem with Vegas coming into their season after the season they had last year, just riddled with injuries. It just nothing went right for them. And I thought they were gonna have problems with goaltending all year, with Leonard being out. Yep. They're looking fine right now. And if he can keep doing this Vegas, they're gonna be just fine this season. Absolutely. Who's uh Vegas's uh, third goalie? Is that Malcolm Subban? Or no, he plays for Buffalo. Who's Vegas's third? Like the uh, one that's their backup now? Yes. Aiden Hill, I think he's Aiden from Santa Fe. Oh, wow. yeah. I think they have Bressois too, if I'm not mistaken. So they have yes, those three guys. Yeah. So they have a they have three like backup goalies <laughs> that they're kind of sharing the roles with right now, in fairness. But like Logan Thompson, I, I saw him in junior when he was with Brandon. Um, mm-hmm. and like he was a solid goalie back then. He was never like eye popping, but he always put up good games here and there and like one of those types of goalies that could like turn it on and win you a game, but also just be like kind of below average other times. So yeah. that might've just been one of those uh, Logan Thompson turns it on nights. Um, we'll see. I mean, he's also got a, like, we ha- we can't forget how pretty good Vegas is. Like Vegas is a yeah. pretty good team in front of them, uh, especially when they're playing at full speed. Like we've seen for years that Vegas is a really quick team. Uh, and like we, we forget too, like they have like some pretty good guys on their blue line. Like, uh, Petrangelo and like all these guys that they have Martinez and like they, they have some good guys back there. So 
he's got a good system in front of him. Like I'll, I'll call it a system more than a team. Cause I think they have a really solid structure and especially with Bruce Cassidy there too. Now as the coach, like I, I just, I think he's got a, a recipe for success. It's just now going to see like, is Logan Thompson really ready for the full grind? And I actually said this about Ilya Samsonov too, during my live stream, like he's the type of goalie who always gets off to hot starts Samsonov specifically where like, if you look back at his stats, I think he's won, I think he's gone undefeated in the first like five to 10 games every year of his career so far. It's, it's wow. the, it's the 20th game and the 25th game and the 30th game that we have to really judge Ilya Samsonov by same goes for Logan Thompson. Like he's never had a year in the NHL, like yeah. it, where he's played more than 19 games. So what is he going to do in game 20? Like, let's see him play 20 games and then see what, if he can run with it by at that point. Cause it's, it's a long season when you've only played 19 games in your career before. Very true. So, do you want to add anything there, Pete? Or no? I mean, I feel like the Leafs give them a bump. Like any goalie you've never heard of. I've never heard of this Logan Thompson guy. And then every time it's his first time playing against the Leafs, he's a stud. Like it's, I, he's going to have a great career just because of him playing the, the Leafs. So I, I don't know. All the best to him. But um, yeah, Leafs got to stop doing that to the other, the opposing goalies. Absolutely. Well, obviously the biggest news of the night, Phil the Thrill Kessel. Now, we know that he has broken the record now, but that night he tied the record for the Ironman. I think it was, was it 990, if I'm correct, or 890? Is 990? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure it's, it was 989 and now it's 990, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure, I think, right? Okay. Kessel tied it. As Yandel did uh, broke it last year. Now Kessel, he he was our boy for many many years here in Toronto, where the Ironman streak actually started. It was in two thousand nine, I do believe so, against Tampa Bay, where he had ten shots and zero goals. So Phil was a little hot back then. Um, ten I shots, did, oh man, yeah, apparently. Okay, Phil. Um, I listened to a little interview uh, on uh, with Phil about the game, and he was asked why he's still around, how, why he has let this Ironman streak come to be, and he says, "I I just still like to play. It's enjoyable being around your teammates. It's a lot of fun in the locker room. So I always like to come around." Now, it was broken. Big news, obviously, in the NHL world. Ladies and gentlemen, what are your thoughts? I absolutely love Phil. Kessel. <laughs> he, I, by the way, after this, I want to hear all of your favorite Phil Kessel story. Like it can be a goal or just like something fun. He's got so many gems and it's it's so good. But like, man, growing up in like, what was it? The I guess the, the 2000 or the 2010s. That's why you want to say that era. He was yeah. the our best goal scorer for the longest time. Yes. And it was like, it was so fun to watch. And then I don't know when, when we traded him, I, I saw Phil Dangles or what's his name? Steve Dangles. Video. That's how I got it. Phil <laughs> but uh, I, I, man, my favorite Phil Kessel story, man, is the Gary Roberts is training with him and he's doing one legged squats, 300 pounds. And he's chirping, What's his name? James Neal. Nealer, you're a bum doing squats, 300 pounds. I can't even do that on two legs. The guy's an absolute tank. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I missed him in Toronto. I, I, it was absolute bullshit that uh, that goal was called back. They need to change the rule on offside, guys. Yeah. That's a different conversation. But shout out to Phil Kessel. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. My uh, one of my favorite memories is uh, watching the Boston Bruins draft Tyler Sagan and Dougie Hamilton with the picks that we gave them in that trade. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, which, oh, Clarky, which, con no. which consequently won them a Stanley Cup, and uh, they were oh. really good for. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, I do remember that. I remember uh, watching when they traded him, and then they obviously all the talk about how he was going to be probably one of the best players on the Leafs for a while. And at the time I would have been like, I don't know, early high school years when they got him, And uh, it was pretty sick. Like I remember thinking like, Oh, this is, this is the big piece that they're going to need to like get to the next level. <laughs> and it didn't quite work out that way. But 
it was coming off of some really dreadful years too, like right after the Sundin era. And then they mm -hmm. went out and got, uh, got to Kessel. So like that was kind of the next big guy for them. And it was really exciting at the time. Uh, but they surrounded him with guys like Mike Commissarek and stuff. So that didn't really work out all that great. Uh, <laughs> so they, I mean, they flubbed a lot during his era. And um, obviously, I think one of my uh, first times, you mentioned Steve Dangle. I think my first video watching Steve Dangle was Phil Kessel an era wasted and it still pops up on my YouTube thing every once in a while <laughs> where he just like screams about how terribly they've run the team since they got Phil Kessel and it's kind of hilarious um that that was the first time that I ever figured out who Steve Dangle was and he Same. had been doing that for uh at the time I think when they traded him he'd already been going for like seven or eight years and I just was figuring out who he was oh thank you for telling me CC you go right ahead um that was actually Phil Kessel. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyways, that, that's kind of my favorite memories thinking back about Phil Kessel and his time in Toronto. And uh, I, I feel like they did waste a lot. I mean, obviously we had that one playoff series. We don't have to go into that one against Boston and um, just how, how crazy that season and that, that short, short playoff run was. They had no business being there. Uh, if you if you guys look back at the roster, they were ter they was a yeah. bad team, and they somehow yeah. squeaked into the playoffs, pushed it to seven against Boston, who had won the Stanley Cup a couple of years earlier. Like, and, and Phil Kessel was a big part of that, and uh, that was just it's pretty cool to think back on how impactful he was on the team, but also how much that team could have been so much better if they would have just built better. But it is what it is. Yeah, Divi, let me know what Man, is it. Build a throw, Pete. <laughs> You're absolutely right. They should have let him keep that goal, man. But you know what? At least he got a point. You know what? Yes. So he did get an assist. So at least he got something. And then, you know what? My favorite Phil Kessel moment. I actually saw this in person. I went to a preseason game, Leafs versus Sabres. Oh. And I went to that. Oh, no I went way. to that game. And I that was the best decision to go to that game of my life. Because I remember my dad asked me, hey, do you want to go to this game? And I was like, I thought it's preseason. But you know what? Should still be sick. So go to this game. You know, it's chill. What? They won 5-1 in the end. It was absolutely awesome. Uh, I don't remember. I just remember Jonathan Bernier versus Ryan Miller. On that that was the best thing ever. Bernier and Miller. And they just, I just remember my dad wasn't watching the game at all. He didn't care. And when Kessel started, who, like, like who did he hit again with the stick? John, like, John Scott. Scott. When he hit John Scott twice with the stick and just everything just. Oh, he hit him what twice? Like twice? Yep. And then yeah, David he hit like twice. The and then Clarkson gets off the bench, and he's going all oh, man. Yeah, he got that it. was that was Clarkson's like introduction to the team, wasn't it? Like that was yeah. his big like, look, yeah. okay, this guy's gonna be sick. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't quite go our way. But... Yeah. <laughs> don't talk about David Clarkson. We're sending. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think my favorite moment has to be the one that was set on spit and chiclets with the uh, Randy Carlisle situation about weigh-ins. Um, just, just classic Phil. He's just like, I'm not weighing. And, and like, obviously he either had a terrible off season or, you know, maybe in his eyes, he had a good off season, you know, he gained a little bit of weight. He didn't care, but uh, you know, and he told Randy Carlisle to basically shove it up his hoop. And tell him to come down here to weigh him himself if he really wanted him to weigh in. Uh, Phil's a classic, classic guy. He, he seems to not care. He seems like he puts his body through just about anything and then goes and plays hockey like he's whatever he wants. He's a classic beard leader, like just you know, hot he's dogs. We'll, we'll say hot dogs and coke, but. Who knows what else is being put into that man's body? But. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember who said it. I I heard uh, it was on. I think it was a Sportsnet panelist. So it was maybe even it was Keith Yandel because he's on the yep. panel now. Um, but he said like you won't find anybody in the league that can out squat Phil in like a personal best type of squat situation. You won't find anyone who can beat him in like a twenty yard dash. Like he's Come super on. fast. Yeah, you won't find anyone who can like outskate him in a short distance. It's but as soon as cool. As soon as you go anywhere past those 20 yards, everyone will beat him. Like he's got no, <laughs> he's like, he's got no durability. He's got no endurance. But if you just take a short burst, he's unbelievable. You'll beat anybody in the league. Yeah. But anything past that, no, you he, he can't handle it. But <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was really funny too. He he's an absolute machine. I, I loved him in here in Toronto. Obviously, I 
I think it was cut short kind of just because he didn't like the spotlight. If I'm not, if I'm not wrong with that, you know, he didn't handle the media very well. I remember the the oh, one time he's like, "Oh, you're you're such an idiot!" Like <laughs> every time, and then, yeah, the reporter's like, "Bill, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings." And it's like, yeah, you you know what you're you're here. like when you're in dealing with the Toronto media, you know you're gonna get it, so you got to take your lickings. Yeah, I mean, the team was what ran by Dion and him for how many years? Yeah, yeah. and that was hey, it. Don't forget Tyler Bozak, okay? Tyler Sorry, sorry. Lupul Lupul went MIA, so <laughs> Robin Island. He was on yeah, exactly. Robin Island. I was just about to say that. Have you guys heard about his like how his thoughts on that? Have you heard that? I can't remember who it was no. that he talked to, but Pete, have you seen that one? I think it was on Chicklets he talked about it, but it I was like an early Chicklets episode, like one of their Ooh. first ones when they started. And he yeah. talked like he's like, I could have played. Like he was like, This is garbage. Like I think he's filed some grievances. Like I was saying earlier about Muzzin, like I think he filed yeah. grievances because he wasn't like he could have played and they just told him to not or sit like hang out. And he was like, no, no, I'm ready. But they kept him off. Yeah. So I, I, I think there's something there. I always he, thought I heard something of, like. I heard something about, about it, that yeah. too, about how he was ready to go. And they just said, no, no, just. Yeah. Just stay right there. No photo on Instagram. And then he took it off. I'm pretty sure Lou, like, you better take that off, buddy. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get you, but yeah, yeah, yeah there's, there's something the mafia. There. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Uh, I, th- I mean, he wasn't hurting from to begin with. I heard he's like his family's pretty wealthy, anyways. Like, he could have just, oh, yeah, I'm sure he is out there, like he did, anyways. Um, now moving on to tonight, Clark mentioned it earlier. There's a little shakeup in the lineup, he may think that it was. One thing's defensive decisions. Who knows? But Kerfoot is on the top line with Matthews and Marner. And Bunting has gone down to the third line with Yarn, Croak, and uh, Engvall? No? I think it's Malgin. Malgin? Malgin. Oh, Engvall's on the fourth with with Kampf and uh, Aston Reese. No Robertson in the lineup tonight? No, he's on the second line. Second line, second line. Yeah, uh, Simmons and Obey Kubel are scratches today. Gotcha. Gotcha. And Clifford's hurt, so Clifford's out with an injury. That's Ooh. weird. Wait, what, what Wait, about um, Samsonov? Is he sick? We were starting Shalgren tonight. What, yes. What's that about? So I, I can't remember who I was looking at, but um, I think somebody said that they're just trying to like handle his workload a little bit because yeah. uh, he's been starting quite a bit. And apparently he's like, I don't know, under the weather. Who knows what that means anymore? Back-to-back uh, Saturday, Sunday, no? So, yep. yeah, he'll, he'll probably play uh, He'll probably play Saturday, I would think, right? Because awesome. it's Saturday against the LA. LA, LA so that's the better one. And then yeah. Shalgren will get the Sunday against Anaheim, probably. Anaheim's lost six in a row, so you would think that they would want to give that to your backup. <laughs> Hold on, I'm so sorry. Uh, They've lost how many? Six? six in a row. Oh my! I didn't even know that Anaheim. What yeah, is going? They're on? almost as bad as Vancouver. <laughs> almost. No, but they've won uh, one, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, so, anyways, I think uh, I think Samsonov <clears throat> thing's nothing to worry about. Like he's probably just like I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, just give him a night off, which isn't the worst thing in the world. Shelgren's fine. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the Kerfoot thing. Like I think uh, this happened last year, right? Uh, there's James. Yeah, Kerf. Uh, this Jeez. happened last year a couple times. It seems like anytime they want to uh, kick Matthews and Marner in the butt, they put Kerfoot on his line just to like say, like, listen, we're shaking things up, but you're still going to be fine. Like Kerfoot plays fine on that line. He's never been bad on that line. Um, he's not like going to drag them down. He can keep up with them. He's played on that line a few times before. Um, and this puts Bunting, I think, like I said, I think it puts Bunting in a situation where it's kind of like, all right, Michael, like, we want you to play like a third liner because last year we put up 60 points. You were, you were bashing, crank, uh, hold on, I'm trying to say banging and crashing. I was going to say the other, I was mixing crashing up my words. And yeah, you were doing that. So like, get back to that. Go play with, uh, go play with these guys on the third line and play that style. And then when you get yeah. it back and you get your confidence back, then uh, we can put you back up with Austin and Mitch. But until then you're going to be on the third line. So I think it's up to up, and he's he has five points this year, like in seven games. So it's not like he's not, not performing or producing, but I don't know if it's necessarily the producing that Kel- Sheldon Keith wants. I think it's the style of play uh, that Sheldon Keith wants. And I think that I haven't seen that a ton out of bunting yet. Have you, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. If you guys have seen it, I haven't seen that that bunting that's going hard to the net and getting under everybody's skin like he was last year. 
Um, Besides so, maybe the Montreal game, because I, I, him and that Jack Eye guy were added a bit, but yeah. I think so that. I think I think they want him to get that style back, um, and you know maybe that's maybe this is going to be the what does it. Also, one thing I really thought was interesting was uh, they put Engvall back with Camp because last year, when Engvall was at his best, he was playing with David Camp, and uh, I think when you know I made a video about David or about Engvall today. Uh, oh, how much you love him? I'm back on the hate. I'm back on the hate train for him, but when I started to warm up to him was when David Camp was hiding all of his negative mistakes and stuff defensively and Engvall played well off of camp. So maybe, maybe putting him back on that fourth line is actually a good thing. And I like the idea of Aston Reese with that line and, and see maybe if they can create some havoc uh, in the offensive zone. So we'll see, but uh, yeah, as long, as long as Wayne Simmons is out of the lineup, that's all I care about. Right. Right. Diff. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Diff. <laughs> no, that's all good. You know what, Clark? I just wanted to say real quick. Uh, I have a buddy at work, and I think he's a bigger Pierre Engvall hater than you are. So mm. I think someone's. Uh, I, it's because I softened on him last year. I, I gave him too much leash, and now this year it's it's already I'm already losing it. So he did look good last uh, season. Though. He did. You know what? He actually did. And you know what? Maybe too early into the season. Who knows? Like like you were saying, he was playing really well with Camp. Well, hey, you're on the line with Camp. Let's see if he can do something tonight. You never know. These lineup changes some. Who knows? You might see Kerfoot get a goal, and he might work really well with the top line. Anything can happen. I'd like to see him use that Audi more. He, the guy's he's, ripped like a bad report card. He can like he should be using his body more. He's tall, like he's got speed out there. Come on, bang it out, buddy. We want to see you. Want to see you make a difference out there. That's all I've ever wanted. He just <laughs> he just looks like a giraffe, in my opinion. But you know. hey, he's a handsome giraffe. That's true. Um, now. I know Pete has made his predictions for the rest of the week. Divi and Clark, what do you think the rest of the week will shift out to be? Like record-wise, sorry. Go ahead, Div. Um Okay, so I we feel got like San Jose, gonna... LA, and Anaheim. So I have a feeling they're going to win today. Got a feeling they're going to win tomorrow. I'm oh, sorry, not tomorrow. On Saturday. Sorry, what did you say? On Saturday. And then Sunday... I feel like they're going to take uh, that loss to Anaheim. Ooh. I just, you know what? I just think that's how it's going to go. All righty. A safe two and one. Gotcha. Clarky? Knowing the Leafs, they'll probably go one and two. They'll probably lose to San Jose, beat LA, and lose to the Ducks uh, just because that's how they do things. But yep. realistically, this should be – the California trip's not what it used to be. This should be a chance to, to wall, like, wallop the Sharks, like embarrass the Sharks – out of their building. Uh, hopefully this is maybe that game where they change their fortunes a little bit. And that actually happens. Yeah. Um, and then the Kings, they got a night, like a night off. They got a, a rest, like a rest day. So they're getting the best opportunity to beat the Kings that they will get uh, in that regard. And then the ducks, I think at the, at that point, you're just kind of playing on fumes, but you do what you can. And the ducks are a team that again, they should beat, but uh, who knows? They do have pieces there that can that can keep it interesting. So they should go three and zero, but they should have gone five and zero to start the season too, and they yeah. never did. So yep. yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll oh, say shoot. one and two just because I'll be that guy. Okay, I'll be that guy. I'll go one and two. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. I, I just checked. I thought Reimer would have started this game, but apparently not. I man. thought he was too. I was gonna. He was expected. If he was, like, that's usually how it goes. Former yeah. Leafs always scored. James Reimer probably going to get a shutout. Hey, if he's yeah. not playing, then I'm not throwing any money down. <laughs> Hot take. Yeah, Here's what will uh, happen. Here's what will happen. Uh, James Reimer will find the net yeah. at some point tonight <laughs> because, uh, because they'll, run Co- they'll run Cockinen out of the net because they'll score too much on him. Reimer will come in, and then the Sharks will put a miraculous comeback together oh, and oh win with James God. Reimer in the net. My you mental health. That's I can't handle that. That's how you know it's gonna think. happen. Yeah, I know. That's that's my that's where my brain's at right now. Shout out to Optimus Rhyme. That's fair. What is San Jose's backup stats? And what is it like? Zero and three. I think it's like save percentage is like eight, like eight nine something. Or like it's yeah, it's, it's not the good, recipe so for a terrible should. night. <laughs> Who knows? You know what? Maybe he gets his first win against us and gets a shutout. You know what? Like yeah. Who knows? 
Who who knows? Now I know a picture surface. Oh, and Barabanov is totally scoring tonight too. Put money on it. Barabanov oh, is scoring tonight. We got it. Can't forget him. Hard hammer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, go put money on it because it's probably pretty good odds too. Clarky, just all your life savings. Just because <laughs> you said that, Clarky, we're looking at it right now, all right? Yeah, we got two hours. It. Yeah. Hammer it. Uh, now, a, a picture surfaced oh. in our group chat today, and, and, and I know Pete is very fired up about this. <laughs> we took a look at the Arizona Coyotes away locker room, I think it was, and, you know, it looks like a sick joke. Yeah, it looks crappy. I mean, I, in Lucan right now, we're under construction, and they have us set up in similar situations a little bit tighter but we're in a gymnasium setting up and going on for beer league hockey i don't expect a lot for beer league hockey but for an nhl team to have this type of setup is kind of sad uh pete i'm gonna toss this one to you because it is so embarrassing dude everyone's saying it's batman's team whatever i like i don't really care if it is or isn't it's just everything is going wrong right now they have this 5,000 seat arena. I played in it. Like I played where the generals play down the street for me. That seat seats more than this team. The ticket prices are still the same. I mean, like, I guess you're going to be filling it up. I, I don't know who's buying those tickets. It's next to a college campus. Are these college kids going to it? Free call uh, free tickets for the college. Are we getting free? I guess so. I, I think they have a section for all the college kids to see, but then they release, like they don't even have a, a locker room ready for them? Where are they supposed to shower? Where where does the visiting college team go? Why can't they stick the, the NHL players in there? Like that's true. Was there an agreement with that? Sorry? You know, was there an agreement with that that like you know Arizona couldn't use like uh the states, the college? I don't know. There, I don't know how it works. I don't know if there's a certain regulation or size that NHL players i know there was an agreement that they weren't removing their logo from center ice if i'm not mistaken there was something to the extent of that where the college had the the option to say no you can't put your logo on or the middle of the ice i don't know i'm sure they've allowed them to i don't know i haven't heard anything of that yet we'll see tomorrow but like are you guys gonna watch this game tomorrow because i i know i am i'm (laughs) so interested to see what it looks like it's gonna be extreme like i'm watching it for all the wrong reasons but it's just so like it's drama, and I love watching the drama, guys. I, let me know what you guys think. Who's the team that play they're playing tomorrow? tomorrow? Uh, Winnipeg. Oh, oh, good for Winnipeg. <laughs> Chris in the dressing room. Yeah, it might be an upgrade for Winnipeg. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! Bang! Shots I'm, fired. I just love that we beat them after uh, what happened last year. That was fantastic. But, Nothing better uh, than beating the yeah. Jets, right? Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, no, I, I think that's a joke. It's terrible. Um, somebody put a comment, like, I'm pretty sure I got vaccinated there. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Uh, and I I think it was James actually, James put a video, shout out James. Cause I know this is uh, his show. (laughs) Uh, but he was, I think he put his, on, in his video, it looks like a craft show and you should go around and buy stuff from each player. I thought that was pretty hilarious (laughs) too. We market. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All the different food stalls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's it's terrible. It's awful. I don't know if this is just temporary. I I haven't read enough into it. Like maybe it's just while they're renovating the other dressing rooms because I know that this is the the reason they had such a long road trip to start the season was so that they had a couple extra weeks to finish up some renovations. So maybe they're just not done yet. I don't know. Um, but it's a terrible look. Such James, a terrible look. James tuned in and said they are sharing center ice. Just so you guys okay. know. But okay. it's funny because it is the old Jets versus the new Jets. Mm. Shout out to yeah, Jim that's fair. That. Good point. Uh, Divi, what are your thoughts? That's a dressing room. Like as soon as I saw, <laughs> I, I I thought it was a joke for a sec. I didn't think it was real. And then you guys got making a video about oh this this is actually like a thing. And then I like just just what? Yeah. Like come on. Like at this yeah. point, like, just let the our, team. Like our Airbnb third. for six in the six was bigger than that dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Clark with the jokes. Right? Clark with boring in that. So while, 
Well, freaking Chris was snoring in that stall over there. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, hopefully they come up with something to... Uh, I mean, I, I can't wait to see their actual rink when they actually get into it because I heard good things. But uh, until then, it's just... it's just Like Pete said, Pete said it, you, you said it perfectly in your video, I think, Pete. Like, it's just like... I can't wait to see what embarrassment comes up next for these guys because it's hilarious. You know like something's gonna happen, right? Some, like, this isn't even it. Like something else is gonna happen. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. No. I. I think that. You know, there's. I, I think it's just Batman's. You know, project in a sense. Like he's just holding on to this for however long he can until he's finally like, get her out of here. I mean, there's so many other cities that are worthy of an nhl team and it's just like come on but yeah. I, I don't know how many years were they playing there for is it like 2024 25 how many how many years are they playing at mullet arena by the way it's mullet arena yeah that's the mullet family they're playing know. there for four seasons i think oh four yeah. three or four seasons i thought it was three maybe yeah three, three actually brutal. but it's three too many <laughs> three seasons like i don't see why they couldn't like i know there's some a lot of political issues there but the fact that they couldn't convince the suns to let them use that the suns arena is is awful like I, they used to be in the suns arena that's where they used to play the yeah. suns and the coyotes shared and then they kicked them out because the coyotes were jokes and they didn't pay their bills uh so the fact that they couldn't convince the the suns to just let them come back in there over the summer instead of all of this uh it, it's just it's such a bad look it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's five seasons till oh, it is 24, well, 25. And people think that's not that. That's 20. Do the math in your head there just really quick, Bill. Well, what year is it right it now? It will be an option to remain in 25, 26. Sorry. Oh, okay. So there is an option. There. Interesting. Okay. But like the fact that people think Austin Matthews is actually going there is ridiculous. It's, like, it's no a chance. joke. There's You're no going to go to the Those strongest. need to stop. Like, oh my Strongest God. band base to the weakest. Like, Oh, oh my God! Austin Matthews came. We're gonna pack it with five thousand fans. Let's go! Yeah, like the well, second the Leafs go there and they sit in that they sit in that temporary locker room, Austin Matthews is never gonna sign there. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, like honestly, what what can Arizona do to get somebody of his caliber? Um, move to Houston. See. Your right. move option. to Houston or move to Quebec City or move to, I don't know, wherever. Where? Kansas City. Move to whoever, wherever. Just out of Arizona. Yeah. Agreed. Or, but or Matthew Nyes is from Arizona too, isn't he? So, like, yeah, they're pumping out players. Wow. Well, it's because so, of Matthews, right? Of course. It's because of Matthews, yeah. We can't really hate on this organization that much, guys. Austin Matthews would not be a Leaf he would not be a hockey player without the Arizona or Phoenix Coyotes, right? It was the Phoenix sure. Coyotes watching yes. growing up. Yeah. So shout out to Arizona. Just get your stuff together, man. Come on. Yeah. Has Shane Doan been inducted to the Hall of Fame yet? Mm-mm. No. Do you think he will? And be like the only like Arizona guy? Uh, he won't be. A, I don't. I wouldn't think he'd be a first ballot, but he no, might no. get in there eventually. He, he he played a good career. Like he was obviously a captain for a really long time. He played internationally, so he'll probably get in at some point. But I wouldn't say first. What about ballot. Phil Kessel though? Phil Kessel, first ballot. First ballot. Wow. Like I would say, like he'll announce his retirement and they'll just like walk him into the Hall of Fame and say, he's <laughs> yeah. like they'll break the rules to allow him to get in there. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> It is our time for a pack battle. Now, I know Clarky wanted to say yeah. bon voyage. Yes, I got to get going. But uh, thanks, gentlemen, for having me. Of course. Always Thank you for stopping by again. Great team, man. Uh, where can everybody follow you, as always? Right here. Mostly everywhere, pretty much. Mostly I think everywhere. either either you have the underscore at the end or you don't. But I'm I'm, I'm in this general vicinity on most. Search places. it in. Search it in any bar. Yeah. I'm sure pretty sure most of bars it. yeah you'll find it it'll come yeah. up uh but yeah check it out and uh go check out the sjhl because we're doing some work with the sj uh, uh saskatchewan uh, junior hockey league so go check those guys out that's where i'll put my plug tonight is go check out yeah. uh t- on tiktok especially on youtube we need some more subscribers on their channel and uh facebook twitter all the other places instagram so go check out saskatchewan junior hockey league please that'd be great love it guys, Andy says it. thanks for the chat clarky 
See you later, Andy. Have <laughs> hey, Andy, get out the coffee, man, because you're gonna need some caffeine if you're staying up till three thirty to watch this game. Oh yeah, you will. You might have to stay up now. You, yeah, you guys are to do it. I'm watching one Andy, period. We'll do it. One period. Completely. Okay, good. Fully good. got us all in on it. I mean, the the game on Monday, I uh, had to go for my my night bathroom break and. I open TikTok and Clarky's live. I'm like, sweet, I got an update. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll help you out. Time. I'll help you out. It's it's great for me. I love the Western road trips because like it's at 8:30 for me, so I finally get to feel like you guys on a normal yes. basis, where you guys have normal game times rather than like rush right from work to catch like yeah. a normal Leaf game. Wow. What is it? So five, would the, it be 5:30 your time? Uh, like, well, it's 6:30. It's 6:30 because it's an 8:30 start for you guys, but. Um, I'm two hours behind you. So usually on a seven o'clock game at, on, at home, it's always, I like, I barely get home from work and it's starting. So like, I kind of don't like those ones. It's hard for me to stream. Once the time changes, we switch over to uh, Manitoba time in Saskatchewan. Right. So like, we don't, we don't change our clocks. We just switch time zones. Uh, so oh. we go to Manitoba time. So we're actually only one hour behind you guys in a couple weeks. So, what? uh, for like oh, most man. of the season, yeah, most of the season, um, we're six o'clock starts and when you guys are seven o'clock starts so it's oh, so not like that bad the winter basically you're at yeah from like november to the end march. of march or something like that is is when we're one hour behind you guys and then for every other time like playoffs and the start of seasons it's two hours so it's pretty rough but yeah anyways you do it you do it well so obviously thank <laughs> you for stopping by yeah for sure boys i'll talk to you later take care clarky all right all right, awesome. Dylan. Okay. Divi, do you have packs? You have. Divi's oh, got packs. Do we got one or gentlemen? two? Hey, unfortunately, two? only one. I was supposed to get two, but um, that's okay. I, the Timmy's I, ran out for some reason. Someone went and bought like two boxes. Dude, before. I went the other day so, and I, I they said they had they didn't have any, so I I, I didn't have any for the last show. Damn. All right. Now I I don't know if James will clip this, but we'll get all of our all of our cards in. Right. Uh, the three of us will go, and then if if Pete, you got an extra pack or no? I have three packs. Okay. So well, then we'll go, and then uh, James will be the obvious decision master or right, Twitter DMs. Oh baby, oh oh baby! Yeah. I think this one's an automatic W, but I'm I'm gonna go from my back. Okay. I got Tim Tim Horton. Everybody's first card. Ooh, Tim Horn. Dude, I got Horton. Jack. Ooh, Jack. I got that card yesterday. Huh? I have that. <laughs> look, look, hold up. I got Never it right leave. here. Sleeved it too. Oh yeah. Yeah, you guys can see it. Oh, James is James is on YouTube. He is gonna vote her in. All right. right Second so, card. Oh my, this is quite the pack for me. John Tavares. Ooh, another oh, leaf. Tonight, guys. Oh, baby. This might be a solid night. Lindholm. Nice. Solid. Divi. All right. Here's mine. Oh, point? No. Point. That's a great point. Very nice. I'm actually really stoked for this card. I'm getting a sleeve out for this one already. This is flow of time. So it's like that little, you know. No way. Scratchy you got one. A flow of time. Yeah, but no. but it's even better who it is. We got Austin freaking Matthews, baby. Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, Dylan just Full had back. the hit of the night. Oh, that was that is beautiful. He's got you know Div, a mustache than a mustache. Div can't is frozen right now. He doesn't know what to say. <laughs> Oh, this is beautiful. I, mean, I don't even want to show. I don't even want to show my last. Yeah, one. my buddy. Yeah, I just ruined the fun, man. Oh, Brady Kachuk doing his little oh. dance after he ties yeah, the Here's game. yeah. Here's who I got. I got Sebastian Aho. All right, yeah. Sebastian Aho. James comes in. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Flow. Damn, you got a Matthews, huh? That's dude. That is damn. That, that is, is a card, man. Sleeve that, please. I'm sleeve that. Hell, grade that shit, dude. Yeah. That's probably solid. That's a return on the investment right there. That's like a 40. You could get like 30, 40 bucks for that, man. Maybe oh, baby. All right. Damn. We're doing another one. Dave, yeah. are you the Dibby. judge on this? You Unfortunately, judge? I don't have another one, but you know what? I'll be the judge here. That's beautiful. All right. Sounds beautiful. 
Okay. You can send her first there, Mr. Peter. I am still opening my pack. Okay. Got it open here. Okay. Oh, right. man. Oh. I, I don't even got... Oh, my God. You're going to rinse me here. I got... Roman Yossi, my first pick in the draft for our fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> Meant to be. I have somebody who's hot right now, Mr. Drake Batherson. Okay. 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 All right. And okay. we'll go second card here. I got Kirill Kaprizov. Beauty. Oh, man. He's all right. I, 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 I think I'm like... packing hot players, and this guy is certainly hot. Willie Nylander. Oh, dude, dude, what dude. is this? What is this pack luck you're getting right now? Dude, You've gotten really? how many Leafs? You've gotten four. I have four out of six cards. That's, so far. What? That's crazy. Oh, man. all right. And I guess my hit is uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Huge. Ooh, I have that card too. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a beauty one. I love that one. It's not bad. I have what gold I etchings. Oh, another leaf. Oh, that Ooh, looks beautiful. Unreal. That is solid. Well done, Dylan. Great pack. Great, great pack. Norris. I'm waving the white flag on that. I got you. You win that one. Unless Div, you have anything to say because you're the judge on that. I mean, Flurry is pretty good, but you know. Oh well, there we go. Goes, yeah. yeah, I think Dylan takes it, man. Thank you, thank you. Congratulations. Dylan. Um, oh, did you get them from the Leaf store? Andy asked. <laughs> Oh, I did not. I got him from. We got him from Timmy's. Um, James just commented this. Anybody want to put your thoughts in on this? Sucks North is out for the season. I. That's just a tough break. It is a tough break. I feel like, bad. For like he got there. paid too, didn't he? Yeah, he got paid. Well, I don't. I think it's like next year, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. I could be wrong. Oh, but he that. like I. I could have sworn like I'm either confusing him with someone else. He was doing pretty good, wasn't he? He what, was. What, yeah. What's his injury? Um, that that I don't. Know I believe. I How long is he out for? Like eight. He's uh, four to six months. Oh. Wow. Oh. I may have to drop my senators' goaltending. Man, they're not. Huh. Shoulder exactly. surgery. Oh, or shoulder injury. man. Yeah, that sucks. Anyway, oh. James says five months is best scenario and he needs surgery. Damn. That's rough. That that sucks for a young person, especially. I was I don't know if does anybody listen to Spit and Chicklets religiously? I every episode. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna start doing it tomorrow. So I listened to the Ryan Kessler one and it, it was a great interview. I love it. It was an interview. awesome interview. And I actually might start do, like implementing some of these, like, you know reaching back into like time and looking into some interesting stories. I thought what well, was interesting and he's very open about it was the amount of, I think it's Tordal is he was right taking painkillers, a lot yeah. of painkillers. And he was totally open with it. And, and, and it kind of hit home to me because I had what is called colitis, but from taking all these pills, he got Crohn's, which is so, so bad. Like, um, immense amount of like uh stomach pain and everything like this is some serious stuff and i just hope that like early on obviously with norris's career i hope he doesn't have to go through something like they that. have to understand like how addicting these drugs are because like i've been like i've had my appendix removed they gave me like morphine i was like holy smokes like give me more it's it's like it's yeah. addicting like it's and you, you think you're all right like Oh, I just one more, one more. That's fine. No, you. It's so bad for you, man, and it's so addicting. Yeah. You, you're always craving that high, and it's. I, I wish anyone the best that's going through recovery or has been addicted to this stuff. They yeah. need to. They need like a program. I'm sure they do in place where it's. Yeah. They teach the players about how vicious these drugs are, and uh, it's fun. I don't want to say it's funny here, but Robin Leonard. He actually called out um, Elan Vigneault, who also was Kessler's coach at the time, saying yep. he does not understand how this guy is a coach at the moment, just from all the stuff he's approved. Because Robin Leonard also went through addiction. To, I think he was on painkillers yep. and all that stuff, too. So it's 
it's yeah it's so heartbreaking to hear all this all these stories coming out yeah um divi do you have any comments to say about that one it's a tough situation it's tough. it's tough man you know what just pete you just summed it up perfectly man i'm gonna be honest man there's you said it perfectly yeah it's, it's young player man just don't don't do this to your career you know like i really yeah. hope they approach this the right way because man some of these drugs man like morphine it's it's not a joke it's yeah. really not and i really hope because like how old is he again how old is I, norms he's like 23 20, 21 20. oh maybe he is 23 josh norris 23 years old wow yeah, he's, so he's, he's, young. he's young. Yeah, yeah approach the situation the right way, please. That's all I ask. Because yeah, yeah. this guy's got a whole career ahead of him. And and he was a he was one of those big pieces that came over in that San Jose uh, Sharks trade with Ottawa. Carlson. Yeah, they are Carlson trade. Um, that's all for today. Obviously, uh, James is going to be MIA for the next I think three episodes. So maybe Divi, if you want to come back, you're more than welcome. Uh, where can everybody catch your content or see you on social media? You guys can catch me on TikTok, TO Sports Fan. You guys see it right here at the right, right here at the bottom. You guys yep. see it right there, TO Sports and on TikTok. That's where I am mostly, and that's really it. Yeah. Oh, also make sure to follow Six and the Six, six on TikTok as well. What that's a plug, boys. Um, yes, thank you very much for uh, stopping by for this lovely, lovely episode today. Uh, we look forward to watching what the rest of this Western road trip has in store. And we will catch you on Sunday to talk everything about it. Have a good one.